0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Music. 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 Welcome to Land Sharks After Dark, favorite podcast about Ole Miss. I, of course, am your host, Justin Sanders. Joined today, just like I am every week, by my co-host, John Stefanzik. John, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm all right. A little bit of a cold, but as I wrap up the semester, I guess I wrap up my academic career basically this week. Oh man. Um bittersweet. I've actually had some time to look around, see what's going on in the world and I'm I'm kinda confused. So I got a question for you. I was hoping you could answer. All right, go ahead. Straighten it out. So do little search, and it's a Baylor last Friday. Independent, a quote-unquote independent law firm. I don't know how independent they really are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, provided a sexual assault report to Baylor officials on how the school handled incidents of sexual assault on campus, but the school gave no indication where the document would really be made public. This is the sentence of the week so far. Quote the governing, the governing board of the largest Baptist university in the U.S. Baylor. Was briefed by the Pepper Hamilton law firm in a meeting this week, and members will be quote guided by their faith end quote and making decisions for students' welfare. Thank God. So whatever the hell that really
0: means. I'm pretty sure that's that's why we invaded Iraq, right? That our faith told us to do it.
1: Something like that. So basically, that's that's a good one. Um. So basically, like we got we did a report. And we're going to pray about it. And we're not even going to tell you anything. We're just going to pray about it. And we're going to keep being smug because we got a $300 million stadium. It's all neat on the river. And then we, uh, they've been went Art Brown's won a lot of football games. But holy hell, he's arrogant. Does Bay, I guess Baylor doesn't get hammered as hard in some respect. Well, not hammers. They don't get killed from a PR standpoint as. Um, as, as much as some other institutions, because the i don't think the Big 12 gets as much attention.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Particularly, unless, particularly if you're not Oklahoma or Texas, because mm-hmm. basically it's because te- they want to. Even though they've won a lot of games, they're part—they're part of the group of schools that fills out Texas's schedule from a financial dynamic standpoint. So anyway, so I was sitting there going, "Okay, nobody cares about nobody. People care, but they don't about that." Uh, and then Alabama today, Cam Robinson and Hootie Jones both get. Uh, arrested for drugs and weapons charges. Cam Robinson allegedly stole a firearm, which is automatic felony with a minimum mm-hmm. one-year sentence, as you pointed out. Mm-hmm. This is in Louisiana. We were just talking about this beforehand. Does... Do... So, Bama... So, hey, th- this arrest never happens in Tuscaloosa, if we're just being... No,
0: no. Well, drawn. and also, like, to be fair, they would, prob- they would have no need to be in a park in Tuscaloosa at 2.30 in the morning. They would just be you know, like in their apartments or something. They were they were at home. That's part of why this happened, I think. You know, yeah. that, that's just part of the whole story. But yeah, no, you're totally right. That they, they never would have seen the light of day if it hadn't been back in L- Monroe, Louisiana.
1: I mean, if you're used to getting away with carrying a gun and weed around, I guess that means you can do whatever you want in Tuscaloosa. Probably you, true. Oh, it just kind of, who knows. So, but Dan Walken, I don't have a tweet in front of me. I don't, did you see what...
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Dan um, Walken's
1: like we should wait and gather facts he, blah, he, wasn't,
0: he wasn't actively causing a problem or something like that?
1: Well, does it cause a problem? What's the deal here? like I would you know you'd think the gun people would get at him on this, but whatever uh' because nobody actually cares about Dan Walken, so that's the uh I guess that answers that question. And then Lane, Lane Kiffin's retweet game this morning was really solid, too. He was just retweeting a bunch of go-tie, championship, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I didn't see that. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah go, you can pull it up if you want to see what his uh indirect direct. Did you see, did
0: you see Dan his... Wilkins tweet from three hours ago?
1: Which, what, which one so was great. it?
0: I have no idea how much Tunzel smokes, but if you need a gas mask to get high, people come to the conclusion you're doing it a lot.
1: What does that have to do with anything today?
0: I mean, it has to do with Dan Wilkins' agenda at all times.
1: You mean there's an agenda? Oh, wait, wait. There's two more.
0: There were two more uh, ahead of this. These are apparently in reference to Cam Robinson. As anyone who evaluates players or professional teams will tell you, the issue with marijuana isn't whether someone occasionally smokes. It's whether, like with an alcohol problem, you do it enough to impact your work. And then you follow that up by saying Tunzel needs a gas mask to get high. So is it the same thing with guns, John? It's like, as NFL teams will tell you, (laughs) It's not about how often you have a stolen gun. It's how often you let that stolen gun get in trouble and interfere with your NFL work. Is that uh? Is that the moral of the story?
1: Something like that. And then but I mean,
0: Wilkins, he's just—it's so clearly a hack. Like it's not—it's almost not even worth talking about at this point. Like he can't defend tweets like that. You know what I'm saying? There's—he just blows them off when people tweet at him about stuff like that. He just says. Oh, you know, Lunatic fringe is coming out or Crazy Fans or whatever. Because there's literally nothing you can say to to say that for some reason Laramie Tunsil is worse than what Cam Robinson just got arrested for doing. Laramie Tunsil was never arrested for anything. Let's keep that in perspective. Like, how are you going to tell me having weed and a stolen firearm in a car with you at 2.30 in the morning... And that leading to you getting arrested. How is that not interfering with your work as a football player? How is, how is that not to a level that it's become harmful to your career? You know, that, that argument doesn't make any sense. Dan Wilkins just an idiot. We all know that.
1: Here's why he's not going after him. It's the same damn reason that the lame Kiffin – did I say lame or lame? I meant lame. But if I said lame, then that's even better. Um it's the same reason that the whole lane kiffin sleeping uh, lane kiffin affair stuff briefly popped up in newspapers and then disappeared mm-hmm. the rumor is if you go dark into the underworlds of the of like the bama version of elite dogs is that he was slept with a, a booster's wife but i have a feeling that media members have their jobs threatened or were told to silence and then that story just magically disappeared with no follow up so basically, the Saban Mafia, which this is impressive if you're Saban. This is how, this is the top of college football. So we have to we need to give props here. They can take out any media member. I mean, Ole Miss semi blackballed Riley Blevins.
0: No, that's
1: which, not what happened. Which, I, yeah, no, that's legit.
0: Not what happened. That's that's so, a, that's, so, a, okay. that's so an invention. The- that's an invention of the MSU Mafia. I mean, okay, Riley Blevins got blackballed in the sense that Hugh Freeze basically just started giving him the finger during press conferences. But it wasn't like Ole Miss told the Clarion-Ledger they had to fire Riley Blevins. Riley yeah. Blevins, first of all, quit his job. Uh, but if there was anything from the Clarion-Ledger, you know, pushing them to push him out, it had a lot more to do with his job performance than about the agenda of the Clarion-Ledger or what he was reporting. You know, there was a, there were a few things in that, that whole Lindsey Miller uh, story. If you recall, it, it wasn't so much that he was just publishing one guy's accusations over and over. He really wasn't covering the other side of the story. If you remember when they had that court appearance with Lindsey Miller and Laramie Tunsell, uh, Riley Blevins didn't even show up to cover that. And this is like two days after he had quote unquote broken this whole story. I think they were a little more upset with his um his opinion on how he should be able to do his job, which is basically on his own terms, than they were about anything he was reporting. I'm just saying this from from good sources um, of what actually happened there, and, and not old Miss sources. People actually connected, you know, on the Clayton-Ledger side of things. So, keep. I, I just think it's funny when people say that. Riley Blevins quit. He didn't like Oxford. He didn't like the job. He didn't like all the negativity he was getting back from old Miss fans for the job he had done. Um, apparently... The undying love of state supporters on Twitter isn't enough to, you know, make you want to stay in a position. So he bailed. That's what happened.
1: Well, I guess what I so Elmas hasn't even really blackballed anybody from from that. I'm sure they
0: have. I'm sure they have in the past. I just wanted to get that out there because I actually have a good idea of what happened there. Well, well he, he doesn't he, jive he, with that whole story. You
1: know, here's where I'm going time. with this. Saban can get walking blackballed because if you okay. can't cover well, Alabama, Saban you can can do can't do it. your job. Yeah. You can't be a national college football beat writer. Almost can't do that. So that's the that is long story short the difference in coverage between totally those two. Totally true. Totally true. Uh, f- this might have happened before our show last week. Florida State dismissed a running back after a domestic battery. I think we talked passed.
0: about it last week, but the problem is he's like a fourth string, so it doesn't really help us.
1: Yeah, but Jimbo, the cops called Jimbo to the scene. Yeah, yeah we talked about book. that. Yeah. nobody cares. And then Tennessee, Butch Jones still has a job. So between all this crap. I'm trying to figure out if anybody really cares anymore.
0: Well, people care yeah. that people care that Hugh Freeze apparently is a fake Christian because he might have helped players, um, you know, have money to live on.
1: I mean, if Tunzel's gonna get nailed getting paid by a coach, he's only getting paid three hundred and five bucks. I mean, does anybody think that's an actual salary if they're on college? Like
0: also, does anyone really find that that upsetting that a player would get money for a, a utility bill? Ole Miss pays players; they shouldn't be winning football because
1: Ole Miss, quote unquote, shouldn't be winning football games. I feel right?
0: bad, and and this kind of goes to the whole Tunzel text message thing too. Okay, listen, folks, if you're on the internet. And you read anyone talking about how Ole Miss is gonna get nailed for paying players through coaches or assistant ads or sending payments through Western Union, which is something that Lindsey Miller claimed in the Miami Herald this week. Did you see? Did you see the Lindsey Miller interview? He's added since the uh, since the text messages came out on track, <laughs> Basically, Lindsey Miller learned who Barney Ferrar was. Uh, and then added him to the story and said that Barney Ferrar has been sending Western Union, payments, Western Union payments to Laramie's mom the whole time he's been in Oxford. Let me just tell you, anyone that's telling you that, like they know what they're talking about, you can just go ahead and stop listening. Because no Power 5 program, especially not one like Ole Miss that's been investigated since 2013, apparently with very little evidence, is going to use Western Union... Like, the the best way to have a paper trail on a payment, why would you use that to pay a player that's already in town, much less a player anywhere else? It makes no sense, John. It's complete lunacy. The other thing that's coming out, um, there's this 2013 theory, uh, you know, incarcerated Bob, the bookie? Yep. He's not even a bookie. He's like a, um, he's a handicapper. He, he, like, sells people his picks. Um, he's been saying for years that he has all this crap at Ole Miss. He's upset because Ole Miss at one time got his Twitter account suspended because he was claiming that Bo Wallace was a point shaver. Um, so he's still mad about it. And he still says he's going to bring okay, Ole Miss down. Okay, 10%
1: chance Bo Wallace actually was a point shaver. I okay, like let's theory. get
0: to this. Let's get to this. It <laughs> makes, that makes no sense, John. I'm
1: kidding. I'm totally kidding.
0: People, people today on Elite Dogs are all like,
1: decisions.
0: People at I'm Elite the- Dogs are all like, oh my gosh, Bad Bo, some of those picks were real head scratchers. Just making a lot more sense now. You think Bo Wallace had the accuracy to throw picks, yet he and he chose to do that instead of you know going to the NFL to Bo be a quarterback? the
1: accuracy to throw picks. He couldn't. Bo Wallace couldn't plan a
0: pick to save his life. Bo Wallace the... couldn't throw to a defensive back on purpose any more than he could throw to a receiver if they we're talking like more than ten yards down the field. That is so true. No, oh, but just the that's... idea that the idea that a college player would prefer to make I don't know what five grand a game, maybe from Vegas or some shit, like some minor payment. They would take that
1: over. Five grand's a big. Hold on, calm college. down, calm oh. down,
0: John. They would prefer that over trying to have a solid college college career and getting drafted. That's just insane. You know uh. that's crazy. Bo Wallace would never choose that for himself.
1: I, if you actually said Bo Wallace got five grand a game, like that's that's the most money made, he's going to make a week playing football. I made that
0: number up, but that's not – John, we were just talking about the – I mind, know you're making this We were up. just talking about the mindset of athletes. That might be true for Bo, that that was his best shot to make five grand a week playing football, but do you really think he believed that? You don't think that Bo wanted to get drafted when he was playing at Ole Miss?
1: Uh, yeah, he wanted to get drafted and play quarterback in the NFL. I agree. That's what no, I'm he, saying.
0: Why would he, he shave points? Right. It he, makes to to no sense. clear
1: I am joking. It's just because the idea of Bo Wallace being connected to the No, model. it's
0: funny. The idea that Bo Wallace just, would have yeah. shaved points is hilarious to think about, but it doesn't add up with the fact situation. Just like the Western <laughs> Union does. thing, just like all this crap, just like John Miller, Payne, Laramie Tunzel. none of that is how it works. That's not how it happens. There will never be anything in the NCAA in a way – about Western Union payments or about John Miller illegally paying players, I can guarantee you that because it's never happened.
1: So to go back to the Lindsey Miller just adding Barney Ferrari. Yeah, did you see probably.
0: that? Did you did you read the article? Yeah, talking I saw about? that. Yeah, so, ridiculous.
1: So what? So if you're all Miss, go back to our week my weekly topic. Why in the hell do you keep your mouth shut? Because the
0: NCAA has put a gag order on Ole Miss and it's Why do you care
1: if the NCAA says put a gag order Because if you violate
0: shit, you might get hit with more scholarships. Bro, we're trying to get through this. It's not about right now. It's about the next three
1: seasons. We are not doing this correctly, and I'm tired of it. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. But I have a solution.
0: I think you're wrong. I I I know your solution. Are we ready to go to this now? Go ahead.
1: I know exactly what my solution is. Texas Rangers second baseman Rugnett Ordora is going to have a couple of weeks off here. At least, after least, yeah. His, he's, uh, got a, he's got a break uh, coming up. They're uh, clocking Jose Batista with an excellent overhand right. I think Rugnett Ordor should be in charge of our PR department for two weeks, and this will make all of this go away. It is going to be fantastic. <laughs>
0: oh, it's funny. I love that. And that, we got to talk about the fight. Obviously, it was great. It was better than you would get on a lot of uh, pay-per-view UFC kind of fights. Um, I just Before we get away from it, I just want the listeners to know that I think John's wrong on this, and I think that in the end, Ole Miss is going to be vindicated for cooperating with the NCAA. My prediction.
1: I want to be wrong, but I'm yeah, going to have Yeah, no, to I, I know you do. So I'm not
0: really, you. I'm not really that mad at you. I'm just saying, um, things are looking up. Next time we talk, I think everything's going to be uh, sunshine and daisies. There's going to be an NOA response. Not going to include anything about John Miller. It's not going to name any current coaches. Um, it's going to be secondary violations. David Saunders and Laramie Tunsil acting on his own to receive improper benefits. Pretty sure about that. We'll see. Ooh,
1: I didn't think about the whole Tunzel acting on his own with an agent to receive improper. That takes the staff. That out takes of a,
0: it. Yeah, it takes the sting off of old Mrs.
1: Uh, Maybe they're being. We'll see if they're. I'll we'll see if they're being competent or not. We'll see. I want to. Th- I want to think they are.
0: We'll see, but... uh, so For
1: those... that For those... Uh, I think most everybody listens understands this. I do not have privy I, the privilege of being near the wondrous gossip circles in, in Hines County. Near and sure, or, sure. In or near oh, Hines on. County. You think I got my
0: gossip from Hines County? We live in Madison County, bub.
1: I said or near. Huh? You know, you could go to the brick version. Hines, Hines County for- is a
0: great place to go if you want to hear about how State's in the lead for a three-star cornerback for next year. But, uh... We we are uh, a little higher cotton around the Middlesex
1: parts. County, Massachusetts does not have as fertile rumor ground yeah. as Madison County does. Sure, so thank you, thank uh, you for saying that. Fault now. there,
0: yeah. And uh, let's not discount nec- network of sources. I almost said network there. Uh, been been cultivating over the last few years here. So um, I I'll just say, as I've said in the past couple of weeks, all the negativity being directed at Ole Miss is coming from. Sources connected to Mississippi State. I've yet to hear from any of my actual Ole Miss sources that actually know things going on, that Ole Miss is, you know, going down big or there's a second letter or anything like that. Everything I've heard from those sources actually has been that um, there is no second investigation. The Tunsil stuff was... You know, we heard that Ole Miss invited the NCAA back, quote-unquote. But everything I've heard is that the NCAA was invited back to take a look at the Tunsil text messages and what they were referring to, and they were satisfied, and it will not be included. Also, a new juicy rumor is that uh, the NCAA leak has been discovered by the NCAA, and that might be why they're interested in um, expediting this as much as Ole Miss is, because they don't want to get sued. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I want to
1: sue the NCAA. We need some Ole Miss law grads to work.
0: I think we're we're waiting, and we would not hesitate to sue them if they, you know— if they were to screw us on punishments or something with that, the, the aforementioned... Oh, Pat Ford
1: would have to be deposed. Can we get him deposed? That would be, be hilarious. Something.
0: That'd be hilarious. Yeah, it is interesting. I wonder if Forty Source was. I almost think Forty Source was Robertson. I'm more interested in who Steve Robertson Source was at that time, because back then
1: Let's he was, Pat to Test. It. Let's get Pat to Pose. He actually and see what getting he said.
0: decent info back then. Uh, but I think that was probably from Hudspeth and guys on his staff, and per- perhaps Larry Templeton. But here's the thing. You know, we can talk about Larry Templeton being a grinder and going to work for the NCAA and all that. He's also, he was the president of a major university. This is a very career minded person. I really don't want to jump to the conclusion. I don't worry about Larry Templeton. I don't want to jump to the conclusion that Larry Templeton would sink to these like fan levels. I think he's probably a lot more professional than that. So I wouldn't drag well, his Well, he is name
1: affiliated with this. State, so anything's possible. But, <laughs> but I, I don't right, but Larry I wouldn't drag Templeton his name. It's not personally it. work to me. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so let's see. You were, let's, let's, you were, we were, we were going to talk about uh, Rough Ned. Rupnet Odor. Rupnet R- Odor. Jose Bautista. Why don't you give us Do the- you your- follow Booby Dixon on Instagram? I... Uh, why would I do that? I do not Booby Dixon has
1: a fantastic Instagram. My favorite state player of the past... I can't so.
0: imagine following a player on Instagram from another school. It's bad enough all the ones I follow from old Miss. Uh, Booby
1: Dixon's got a really good Instagram. <laughs> Let me... Right, he, uh, he, had his, he,
0: had, he had a screenshot of the
1: of O'Dor punching Batista that said, uh, "When somebody tries to tell you to quit hustling, hashtag hustle, hustle or die." It was just fantastic.
0: That's hilarious. So,
1: so, yeah, Ducks, you're watching you're watching true. that
0: game live,
1: huh, John? I was watching the game. I am a Ranger fan, so there's totally total bias in this. And I'm an American and a Ranger yeah, fan. Who cares? So yeah, So. ALDS last year, Batista hits a go-ahead three-run homer in Game Five, and has the most obnoxious bat flip ever that everybody declares is the greatest thing ever. Well, Ranger, Wait, hold
0: on, hold on. Before we go any further, you really get upset about bat flips?
1: Well, the guy. Well, this is Jose Batista is a prick, and this just. Oh goes... sure, I give that. But
0: we talked about this in the past. I mean, pitchers get to to celebrate. Why can't batters celebrate?
1: Yeah, but there's going to be, when you throw your bat 50 feet, there's going to be like some form of, you're going to get retaliation. So the Rangers opted to, so the Blue Jays Rangers play seven times this year. They played four times in Toronto a couple weeks ago. Nothing happened there, and they play three times in Arlington this past weekend. This is the last time they play all year. Well, eighth inning, one run, Rangers are up by a run. Uh, They choose to retaliate against... Bautista at this point, which is interesting. They, they were to the point where like like, this is the last time we see this guy over here. It's only a one-run one run game in the eighth, but we're still going to plunk him. So, that's pretty commi- – that's 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 dedication to plunking. him.
0: Okay, I just watched the bat flip. It's not that bad. It's also not 50 feet. You need to go back to geometry. Go
1: listen to any interview and tell me the guys anything other than – I'm just, not
0: saying he's not a prick. I'm saying – I'm, I'm saying retaliate, I want to re- retaliate for the slide. I agree with that. That's fine.
1: So – so he gets hit, and he did, it it wasn't like they threw at his head or anything. It was the we're gonna plunk him in you know the side, and you know, hey, there hit in the leg. It wasn't a big deal. So Batista then ground ball next batter. Batista slides into second late, spikes up, very dirty play, and O'Dor did not like this. So he goes, they push each other, and they both clench their fists to go. Except Odor's much faster and just clocks him with an overhand right. Uh, Odor's chain goes around his neck in, in a really impressive view in slow motion. Uh, Batista's sunglasses go flying like similar. They, f- they flew almost yeah. as far. They oh, flew
0: as far. Dinner, and there's bat. so many pictures of him just getting rocked, like mid-rock. Mid I had
1: people tell me that was one of the best overhand rights they had seen in years. Oh, I agree
0: with that. It was beautiful. It was
1: just glorious. And literally the biggest brawl I've seen at a baseball game since, uh, oh, I'd say, 03 Yankees-Red Sox, when Pe- the fight when Pedro threw Don Zimmer on the ground. That's what I thought of. Because I was going, that is just... That was that wasn't just like oh pretend test you know, we're just gonna let some testosterone go off that was a legit brawl/ fight because literally because odor threw the ball away on the double play attempt and you, you like the camera is following the catcher and Mitch Moore on the first baseman as they like go run down the ball and then like halfway there they stop and they turn around and run towards it and you're going what that for like a split like you're going what is going on here and then you realize that oh there, then you see there's just a literal, like, fight going on that everybody's going to break up. Uh, Batista was ruled out on the play because it was a uh, illegal slide. Yeah, uh, like, Rodor got tossed, obviously. Uh, I think three or four Blue Jays got tossed. John Gibbons, the Blue Jays manager, got thrown out earlier in the game, came back on the field and got tossed. Um, it was a fantastic scrum, and, and then they hit Prince Fielder in the lower leg in retaliation in the eighth. That got the relief pitcher tossed. It was... It was it was quite entertaining. O'Doris probably I felt like ten games was my initial reaction to the punch, but um, hell, you get fifteen. I don't care. It was worth it. It was awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. it was worth it for sure. Okay, so can can the Rangers calm down now? And can they drop the vendetta against Bautista? Has it been settled? I think everybody moves
1: on because they don't play again the rest of the year. If they played in the playoffs, that'd be kind of entertaining. Yeah. That should be very entertaining, because do you, do you waste time retaliating in the postseason?
0: Did Dan Wilkins' Twitter feed, I still have it open. It's just it's just so bad.
1: Man, I just lost brain cells, as you mentioned, Dan it's so
0: bad. Well, like, the tweet about Tunzel smoking weed, someone responded, um, someone responded, I have no idea how much Robinson possesses weapons, but if you need to steal them to do so, people come to the conclusion a lot. And Walken responded, how do you know he stole it?
1: Because so, that's so, what he's charged Hold on, hold
0: on, hold on. <laughs> Wolkin's position is: Wolkin's position is, smoking weed out of a gas mask proves you're a drug addict, but possessing a stolen firearm has has no bearing on whether or not you stole it or whether you're a thief or a. Well, violent person. You're right.
1: The consistency and the is uh, unreal, dude. Assumptions. He, he is
0: unreal. No. Oh. there was another nope, one too. That was like anymore. someone responded. Uh, someone responded. The assumption that Robinson stole a weapon is based off the fact he was in possession of it. And Wilkin responded, that's completely ridiculous. What the hell are you talking about? Why
1: aren't the gun, anti-gun people all over him? Like maybe the anti- they...
0: Oh, the anti-gun people uh, that are big in Alabama and LSU's fan base? Well, he's a, he's
1: a national rioter. There's got to be some dingbat in California that's like, oh my god, you're sitting, you know no guns, blah, blah, blah. No, it's...
0: I... I, I...
1: But cares I don't about think anti gun people
0: there. even wade into the world of sports Twitter because there's yeah, much shit very, going on at all times. They just don't.
1: Those are two areas that
0: don't. This don't. reminds me while I'm on my Twitter looking at my uh, my notice. I got to give a shout out to uh, former guest, friend of the podcast table, Cobbleson. He's doing some uh, some commission based art uh, right uh, now. Is
1: it the bear and the?
0: Uh, yeah, I got one. I got a commission Colonel. commissioned painting of. Um, oh, did you get one? Yeah, I got one. Of a, uh it's very affordable. I encourage you if you, I have
1: two quarterbacks kissing oh, that's I'm fu- put it up in New Hampshire.
0: that's funny. if you're interested in uh Oxford folk Art mine is of uh it's a beautiful scene in the grove. You got the walk of Champions arc um our present and former mascot embraced in a a loving or engaged in a loving embrace, I should say, and uh, display of affection. yeah you know, full mouth kiss kind of it kind of represents um, you know. The the our, our our old school fans and our new our new school fans coming together to uh hate the NCAA yeah. and get angry. Yeah. Um so yeah, shout out to Table. Um did did great work, very affordable. I suggest it. Um all right, so where were we? We're in the middle of talking about Cam Robinson and uh, oh all right, let me make my point. Before we talk about baseball, if we can yeah. come back to this Later, but I wanted to make my point about Hootie Jones that I made to you earlier on the show, so, or, yeah. or before the show, I should say. You
1: so, just want to talk about Hootie, that's all. I want
0: to talk about Hootie. No, I'm good on the Bluefish. I'm good with just Hootie. Um, so, he was in the class of 2014. He's also from Monroe, Louisiana, there with Cam Robinson. Um, this guy, he was a composite four-star, uh, composite 50th overall player in the nation, number four overall safety, um, goes to Alabama, so, to date, let's see, class of 14 means he's been on campus for two seasons, right? So, he's going to be a junior, I think, yep. if he didn't redshirt. I think he did redshirt, so I think he's a junior. He's played in 16 games and only recorded four tackles. This is the number 50 overall player in the country. Ole Miss went after this kid hard. I just, yep. if you're an elite recruit, I don't know how you look at these careers of these elite recruits that signed with Alabama up till I mean I know the point you're gonna make, you uh, made it earlier. You look at where they go in the draft, uh, but still it's just I, I feel like these kids are being sold a bill of goods, but
1: Well, he's being told that he's the next landing collins yeah. or at the same Mark, time, or you, Martin don't Barron, be, or some, you don't want to be the coach. Or on the draft. You don't want to be what, the
0: coach that goes into his living room and tells him he'll never break the depth chart at Alabama, right? Because then you're saying you don't believe in his ability. So it's kind of a It's kind of a hard tightrope to walk if you're someone like Hugh Freeze trying to recruit against what is very real, which is the extreme depth there that means you're probably not going to see the field a lot, without trying to tell the kid they're not good enough to play in Alabama. Does that make sense? I think that's kind of the struggle. For a coach like Freeze,
1: well, I think kids. a kid can be good enough to play at Alabama. I mean, he needs reps and repetition, of the game experience. You know, I mean, everybody there's a long curve mm-hmm. for everybody, and the fact that he hasn't, you know, getting on the field doesn't mean he's not capable. But they can that. still
0: be. The kid could still get offended if you told them you're not good enough to break into the starting rotation in Alabama or something. You know, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's a. I don't know. Um. Okay. So yeah. Let's go now. I'll talk a little about baseball. I don't think we've mentioned it yet. Uh, Ole Miss pretty much locks up their uh, regional hosting position. We would assume with a sweep of Kentucky this weekend. Pretty impressive. Uh, come from behind when there on on Sunday. Overall, played well all weekend. Uh, I was at. The games this weekend up in Oxford for graduation. Saw our friend Neil McMillan. Spent some time with him on a Thursday night. Great to see him always. Shout out. Um, I'm assuming you got to watch them on TV. I think this is
1: Neil's like highlight of the, of the week, is this is, like weekly shout out on here?
0: Yeah, Neil loves Neil loves his loves his shout outs. He um, done it, you
1: done, or is he still got to put a thesis together? I guess I could text him. I
0: don't think he's. Uh, I think he's got another year. But I don't, Neil, call in one eight hundred Landsharks one eight om O M C. He'll. We'll hear from Neil here in just a second on this live show. But uh, from now, we'll move on. Ole Miss up to. Number five in Warren Nolan's live RPI. Let me check the other RPI. I don't really know what the difference is. Yeah, also number five in the uh, the main RPI on Warren Nolan here. State all the way up to number eight. They've done serious work on their RPI the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, other SEC teams, Florida still at number one. A&M at four. Louisville and Miami at two and three. South Carolina right behind Ole Miss at six. Uh, NC State seven, State eight, Vanderbilt nine. Texas Tech ten, Clemson twelve or no, sorry Clemson eleven LSU twelve. That LSU RPI is kind of I don't know.
1: Well, they've been they had a they swept somebody decent recently. I forget who it was. They've kind of they swept
0: Tennessee maybe.
1: Yeah, they uh, and they're not good. They've been pretty good since they lost on Sunday. Uh, yeah, they're
0: the top ten. Um, I, just, I just don't think they deserve to host, though, after the some of the yeah. games they've lost this season. We'll see. They
1: It's either them and kind of Vandy are the two competing over yeah, the it's, six. Yeah, them
0: and Vandy are, are fighting for that season. Who does Vandy
1: this, finish? Vandy gets Auburn this week. They'll, yeah, they'll sweep. I, they'll sweep, get to 18 and 12. And then uh, LSU, LSU gets Florida, right?
0: Oh, Vandy – or uh, sorry, LSU swept Arkansas. Oh, that doesn't mean anything. And then they swept Tennessee the week after that. So, yeah, I mean, they're on a, like a nine-game winning streak right now. Their last loss was to Ole Miss, like you said. So,
1: they Ole Miss took care of Kentucky first two games. Third game, they go, they fall down 5-0. McCarthy gives up a two-run shot, a three-run shot.
0: And then after McCarthy, they went Feigl, then short. Is that what happened?
1: I think that's right, and they bullpen shut down Kentucky because bullpen's been fantastic all year.
0: And Ole Miss just chipped away. I mean, they did what they had to do. They got they got one run in the fifth, maybe added two in the seventh, added one. No, they added two in the sixth, one in the seventh, maybe. And then I thought, I thought things were, I thought it was all over in the eighth because Ole Miss, uh, they they had the the tying run on base at second, I believe. I was. In the process of leading the game at this point, I had to go meet my family at Ravine for a little graduation dinner, which was fantastic, by the way. My first time going to Ravine. It was really good. Um, so it was the eighth inning. I was walking out. I was standing there to watch the, the last play. I forget who hit it, but Kyle Watson was pinch running. Uh, and he they hit a single up the middle. Should have easily scored Watson from second, but he falls down going around third. Ole Miss ends up going to the ninth, still down 5-4. And I thought at that point it was over for sure. Um, but I guess that just kind of speaks to the back of Kentucky's bullpen, huh? Because in the ninth, they came right back and ended up winning 7-5 on a three-run homer at the end.
1: Yep. Lartey hit a walk-off. Great for him. His last regular season game and Swayze is a senior. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, almost as surely, unless they go 0-5 the next five games, B.A., Be hosting it, and they probably still host at that point. But
0: they probably would. Yeah, they
1: should take care of Arkansas State tonight, and then it's interesting. It's interesting scenario for them. They by sweeping Kentucky, and then kind of the way the cards have fallen everywhere else. They actually, they're, they're they can.
0: They're if playing they, for a national seed. this They're weekend. playing for yeah. a national
1: seed this weekend, exactly. So, very if, true. I'm going to give them the Arkansas State. Win. Well, here's the question. Here's if the question, lose, John. Really
0: are are A and M and Ole Miss? Are we? Are they playing for the same national seed this weekend? Is that what's happening?
1: Uh, I think it depends because.
0: Well, I think SC, State's got it locked up. I think.
1: Assuming they they get one of the bads teams, I think they get they get Arkansas this Auburn.
0: week. No, no, that's Vandy. They get. They get
1: Arky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There you go. Well, it is get, weird. How many national seeds are we thinking the SEC could get? Two or four, more? Four?
1: Four. That's the number. Oh, fun. if
0: they get, well, then yeah, Texas A&M could fall out and still get a national seed. Here's I guess. so
1: Florida's eighteen and eight, South Carolina's seventeen and nine. They've only they've each only played twenty six games because the third game between those two got canceled. Mm-hmm. So that's. And then you have A and at eighteen and nine, State at eighteen and nine, Ole Miss LSU at seventeen and ten, Vandy at fifteen and twelve. Alabama's at fifteen and twelve, but their RPI is forty seven. They're really not that. They're thirty and twenty one, yeah. but whatever. Throw them out. So you've got seven schools that can potentially host, and I would even say seven in the national. Let's say seven in the national seed discussion. I think all of them can have have a path to one. Actually, Florida's damn near a lock. In fact they are a lock they're 18 and 8 um well I say they're a lock I'm 95% sure here the, the the big kind of discussion point between all the college baseball analysts has been in order to get a national seed, you need to be one of the top four teams that gets a buy into the gets a buy in Hoover and if Ole Miss beats A&M if they take the series from a and they go two and one against them. They lock. They clinch a top four seed because mm-hmm. they would then have the same record as A&M win the tiebreaker. Um, if LSU swept Florida to get to twenty and ten and be a game ahead of that, then Florida is eighteen and eleven. Then Ole Miss would actually jump Florida, which is crazy to think about. But that's actually what what, what would occur. Carolina goes to Tuscaloosa this weekend. I mean, Alabama can hypothetically sweep the weekend and I don't know if there's a way for them even to get into a top four seed if they finish eighteen and twelve and how everything else shakes out. They would um let's see. They would not have a tiebreaker over State or AM. They would have it over Ole Miss. They would have it over LSU. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's possible out there. I haven't looked at scenarios anyway. Point is is that I mean Florida, Florida if Florida, gets, if Florida gets swept and falls out of the national and falls out of the top 4 in the SEC, I would still think they would get a national seed even though they're 5th or whatever in the stand, in the uh, final standings cuz they have them one RPI and they're 18 and 8 against the top 50 and they would fall to 18 and 11. Whoopty shit. They're still 7 games over. I mean they're they're, they're a lock. A and M feels like a lock at fifteen and eight with a top fifty R- record, number four RPI, thirty nine and eleven. The, let's say Ole Miss sweeps A and M; they're still eighteen and eleven. They would be fifteen and eleven against top fifty teams. I would, I mean. They would still be there. State's gonna at least win two out of three from Arkey, Get to twenty and ten. That that'll put. Assuming they win their midweek, that gets them to the forty wins. Um, they're fifteen and eleven against top fifty teams. They have fifteen top fifty wins. They're gone. They should have a national seed. So I think. think old I think Ole Miss and South Carolina and LSU even. I think I think Florida, A&M, and State are virtual locks, barring something crazy happening. For national seeds? For national seeds. Yeah. Carolina's the one, because Carolina's 17 out of 38, but their RPI— So
0: really, it look, look to Tuscaloosa this weekend. If Ole Miss wins in College Station and South Carolina loses in Tuscaloosa, you could see Ole Miss take their national seed, I would think. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I would think— if A&M was to get swept and then lose one in the SC tournament, I mean, stranger things have happened than them getting dropped down to just a host.
1: Ole Miss would actually jump South Carolina in the Hoover seating because Ole Miss, if they if Let's say Bama wins the series against Carolina, Ole Miss wins a because Ole Miss would be 19-11, South Carolina 18-11. Mm-hmm. So they'd be half a game ahead, even though they got swept by South Carolina. So they actually have a tiebreaker scenario in that case. That's, that's kind of crazy to think about. Um... Uh, because cause South Carolina's 10-12 against top 50 teams in the RPI. Ole Miss is 13-12 now. That's with Bama at 47, Kentucky at 48. They need Kentucky to stay and ideally Alabama to fall. Alabama plays South Carolina. So it's going to be tough. Bama, I mean, if Carolina sweeps Alabama, then the flip side is Ole Miss' uh, top 50 record gets better. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that's a
1: that's true. Yeah, because Florida A and M State, I think Ole Miss would get the would get the eighth national seat at this point. I am assuming the SEC gets four. I can't tell you off the top of my head who the other ones are going to be, but let's just work within the SEC gets four framework. Even if Vanity sweeps, are still eleven eleven against top fifty. Their non conference the schedule is not fantastic. They lost to Louisville middle of the week, eighteen and twelve, thirty seven, and uh, yeah, they're they're going to be just on the outside looking in. Um, here's the other thing: what the Kentucky sweep does for Ole Miss is now you can say you swept a team that took a series from Florida and took a series from South Carolina, and then if you go sweep a, because the whole year we've been we felt we haven't felt great about national seed chances for Ole Miss because they got swept by Carolina, they lost three out of four to State, but then at the end here you can turn interval. We've swept a team that took a series from Carolina and Florida. We didn't play Florida. Um, I don't know what Kentucky did against Vandy. I guess I can look that up. Then beating a And M, beating a very good A M team, and then you finish the season hot. That then kind of flips the narrative for Ole Miss, and you have the Louisville series win. They can say we're basically been five hundred against all this other top competition. We deserve a seed. Mm-hmm. That's the it lets them because it looks like they're going to be behind in that argument. Now they have a pathway to kind of get even, and then every all the other metrics fall in place. Yeah,
0: Kentucky, and that's it. Kentucky,
1: Kentucky gets Missouri at home. So they will probably take two out of three. Missouri's going to one ten RPI. Hopefully Kentucky can stay in the top 50 for all this. That would be the the big key there. It's, it'll be interesting to see I mean, I still think LSU can get to a national seed. If they swept Florida and then went and made a run in Hoover, I down, which I don't that, think they do, but that would, yeah. that would get them there. And just so. like
0: just like we're saying, if Ole Miss sweeps a And M, I do not expect that to happen. I think Ole Miss will be lucky to get one. And I mean, lucky and probably happy. Do you take? I think one? Ole Miss
1: takes two and doesn't. In the uh, Ole Miss takes two, then they're. So you think they're that hot right now? They're hot
0: enough that they're going to go into college. If they two take
1: two. two, I wouldn't. He, the most likely scenario is would be Arkansas State. They take one from a yeah, And M. They're 18 twelve. Two. They're the five or the six in Hoover, and literally, you you've locked up a host site. You're I would literally throw the game, get the hell out of there, because you're not going to get to a national seed, but By you're not. Gonna lose. Up, yeah, so, no, it's you, true. Yeah, that in a way is kind of. I mean, the fact that that's your what I would say the most likely baseline scenario is really good, and then you can, yeah, you'd be fourteen and fourteen against top fifty teams at that point if you take one from a And M. That's most likely what happens. They can just totally blow off Hoover which, Fourteen
0: and Fourteen, is that including the Alabama including Alabama in it?
1: That's including Alabama in so it. So that
0: means if Alabama got swept by South Carolina this weekend, they would probably go to thirteen and eleven. Well they
1: would, yeah. They would go to thirteen and twelve.
0: Uh what are we saying they did this weekend in this scenario?
1: We're saying they go one and two against A and M, which okay. would, So yeah, so one, so really, no
0: matter what happens in Tuscaloosa, Ole Miss fans will probably be okay with it because if South Carolina sweeps, you get a winning record in the top fifty, and if it goes the other way, South Carolina might fall below you in the national seed hunt. So it's kind of a
1: yeah, because if you win the series in A and M and and Carolina loses the series, we're not talking about yeah, You jump Carolina uh, in the in the SEC standings, which and then Carolina then Carolina's top fifty RPI record would fall. They're two under now. They'd go to they They'd go to they'd go to three under, which, almost would be at least five hundred. So they would have a slight edge there. What did Carolina do? Did they take two out of three from Clemson? Did they lose the series to Clemson? They had a weekend
0: series they against lost. Clemson?
1: Yeah, they lost the weekend series. How did to
0: they? Clemson. How did that work with their SEC schedule?
1: No, this was this was non-con. Oh, oh,
0: oh, I thought you meant last weekend. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. I was like, that would just mess up everything. Um, no. All right. So what time? So we're talking about uh, seven thirty tonight for the. Well, it doesn't matter. No one's gonna hear this before the game. Uh but yeah Old Miss No was going to be watch anyway. Yeah, it's going to be on the radio. We're going to have a, I'm going to crank the radio up a little bit.
1: I, I think they at least get a game. Maybe I don't know how good. I mean, A&M's really good. I don't know how. I mean, we every time Old Miss They goes, are hot
0: right now. They, they should be able to take one. and is more of
1: an offensive team as opposed to defense and a is way. good
0: because Old Miss is bad against.
1: A better match. Old Miss is offensive. He the quick note on the actual team, Errol Robinson and JB Wooden playing really damn good right now. They've been and then Marti, they they've they've come alive offensively after the Alabama weekend. Did, you see,
0: a- did you see Errol's you see quotes about uh changing up his swing?
1: No, I didn't. Fill me in.
0: Uh basically he was just trying to hit home runs. And <laughs> Bianco had to tell him like, "Hey, just hit a single." Like he was talking about how he was so trying Errol to, was trying to pull number one
1: prospect
0: stuff, right? And then he was like, "I'm gonna be a power hitter now instead of instead of just slapping it through the four on hole what opposite
1: plan side." Does he think he's a power hitter?
0: He didn't say that exactly, but he was just—he basically said, Swing "I wasn't—I wasn't hitting hitter. for singles." That's basically what he was doing. Because he's like, "Now I'm just slapping it through the four hole and getting singles, like I always have my whole career." It's like, "What? Well, you should have been doing that the whole time." You're the leadoff hitter. Like, just get on well, base.
1: Better late than never.
0: Oh, right, that's true. That's
1: all I got. What that's true. Doing?
0: Um, let's see. We're gonna talk about. Uh, Ole Miss got another international oh. transfer that's gonna have to sit out. Hey, real a year. quick on baseball, Go Woodman's the
1: only Rebel up for the Ferris Award. Yeah, the State players are both like, State got three guys. No, man, State's gonna split the vote on this. To yes, they vote. are. It's Woodman great.
0: might win because I think Mangum probably deserves it, but Dakota Hudson's gonna be a first round pick.
1: Rebel Grove guys went through the uh, they went through the comparisons between Mangum and Woodman, and Woodman's probably a hair better because of power and then de- then defensive outfield assist. I think Woodman's arm in the outfield would probably put him slightly ahead of mine. but I mean it, 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 they both they both deserve it. Also, I mean.
0: they're gonna split the vote, but the Ferris isn't all fan vote. I don't think because there's judges too. There's a panel.
1: Yeah, I like the fans get a portion of it. The
0: fans get a portion of it, but then I assume it's like uh, what's dead, Cleveland and all those guys, the, the sports writers. Yeah,
1: we'll see what they come up with.
0: they do it. Um, but no, I was going to say, we'll get into uh, the Drake transfer, Ola Nijek in a second. I just found some uh, over-unders for the season, John, if you want to do those real quick.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Uh, Tennessee. Okay, so these are SEC over unders. This is
1: football over unders. Football
0: for the season, not counting bowl games. Um,
1: Twelve game regular season.
0: They do not yet have lines on Kentucky, Mizzou, South Carolina, or Vandy. So this is everyone else. So well,
1: all the all the teams the that league. suck don't get lines. Ouch. Burn. Sorry. Sorry. Andy. Um.
0: So Tennessee is leading the pack at ten point five. I will take that under. They're the highest
1: in the SEC.
0: Yeah. Well, you wait gotta, till you hear who they're, tie, who they're tied with. These are uh, these are all at five dimes. That same site that has old yeah Miss. yeah.
1: You're, you're bookie.
0: Buy a lot on. Well, yeah, they just released stuff earlier too, so it's something to talk about. Yeah. Um, Tennessee ten point five. I'm going under. Yep. Uh like Bama, Here we go. It's, it's LSU ten point five.
1: I'm going. Why under. in the I'm hell does I mean Bruce Feldman has LSU two in the country? Yeah, First there. of all. Bruce, you know, I thought Bruce Selman had a brain until I read his top twenty-five yesterday, and I just went, "What in the hell?" I mean, I think
0: maybe they're thinking like, if we just pick uh, LSU enough times, eventually Fournette's
1: not going to try; he's going to protect himself from getting hurt. I would he agree with that. You Burley like, get hurt, you and Miles is
0: already Miles has already set him up for that. Do you see the Miles quote the other day that said that their their redshirt sophomore was just as good as Fournette? He's already setting up the fans Fournette. for Fournette to not play that.
1: Much. Fournette is gonna be clowny at running back. And there is yeah. nothing wrong right. now, Clowney hadn't done squat in the NFL because well, we been, don't
0: blame I mean, I don't think this don't show blame blames Clown- Fournette for doing never that, had to play that
1: third year. Fournette Fournette didn't Fournette didn't give a shit the end of this past year once the the th- they lost three I mean they lost two they lost two in a row and they are just like eh, screw it. I don't think he he didn't care.
0: I don't think Fournette really cares about winning a national championship. Oh, I
1: don't. I don't. He, he wants to go get paid. He's got two, he has two $10 million insurance policies. Yeah, I saw
0: that. I think Fournette would like to win the Heisman, but I don't think if he really cares. If
1: it's convenient, I mean, if he if they he wants them to win, but he's not going to go out there, he's not going to go. his to career for it. No, no. And he shouldn't, to be honest. He shouldn't.
0: I agree. So I'm going under 10.5 on LSU. His will
1: go down this year because of Les is setting Same up. Their, their, yeah, less already back. said
0: that. All right, so Under. And, and
1: second thing: Why in the world does everybody keep making this same, you know, crazy assumption that all of a sudden LSU is going to figure out how to coach and run a passing game? I yeah, know. Like, Brandon Harris. We show also hear no, this every season. No every progress. season
0: they say that they've changed it. They've they've turned the ship around on the offense, and it's so always gave, the exact same.
1: Gave the same idiot coordinator more money. I mean,
0: he's going to run behind a fullback. That's what LSU does. Well,
1: less once. That's le- it's. Le- I think it's less more than anybody else as far as the offense. I mean, he. I don't get it because the one year they opened it up was Mettenberger, but they lost three games. So yeah, they.
0: Well, one of the well, games they lost was when Mettenberger threw all those picks. to Ole Miss.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, LSU's under. I'm sorry.
1: There's just it's just no. Not I up.
0: agree. So I'm LSU and Tennessee both under. This is where it gets interesting. The next plateau is nine point five, and there's three teams at nine point five: Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss. Um Under for Georgia Over for Alabama
1: Over for Ole Miss
0: Yeah maybe I hope I hope over But I could I could see nine I could see anywhere from Nine to eleven To twelve even For Ole Miss I mean an eight Probably isn't out of the question It just depends what happens eight, in yeah state it games.
1: depends But I'm gonna go over
0: Okay Give About me a quor- Alabama it, Georgia I, I
1: get Ch- I get Chad Kelly Versus every other SEC quarterback I like it Give me ten wins I like it yeah. Um
0: you're going over for Bama, surely, right? Yeah, they're not going to lose three gonna, regular they're gonna, season they're, games. They're, they're
1: going to kill USC because Clay Helton's a joke as a coach. And
0: I think they lose to Ole Miss, but I don't know who, I else, they, I don't know who else they lose to. Tennessee. Uh, I don't think they're going to so. beat Tennessee. I think so too.
1: Dobbs is an Dobbs is getting overrated. Is a is Dobbs is a solid but not spectacular. Well, quarterback.
0: and the key to beating he's, Alabama isn't having a bunch of running backs.
1: He, Dobbs is getting overhyped because he's got. Because they need, they need three quarterbacks to talk about in everybody's media story. There's only one real quarterback in the SEC this year. Well, no one's but he's just, for the no team that everybody apparently him. hates from a PR standpoint. No
0: one, no one thinks Chad Kelly's good because uh, he went to junior college and once was illegal, he's, or was he's incorrectly a, accused he's of having an, an AK-47. He used to be. Um, uh, uh, Georgia, give
1: me how well, they play in the East, which is terrible. But they have, but they have a freshman quarterback. Yeah, they could sneak. 10. I think Georgia wins nine games, but I'm going to go under nine. I agree.
0: Half. I go nine. I go Who, under for nine.
1: Is their non-con. Do they play? Do they? No, Auburn plays Clemson. Open the season. They they get Georgia Tech. He's probably not that
0: good. Yeah. Um. But just on Tennessee, I I just don't think their defense is good enough to beat Bama.
1: No, no, they play. Uh, Georgia plays North Carolina in the Chick Fil A opener. I mean, yeah. they could lose that game. They
0: could lose it, but I doubt it. Didn't uh didn't uh
1: North Carolina's quarterback was a senior. That's what I was asking. Yeah. That guy, if he had been back, I would I'd give him a shot. That's what at. I
0: was asking. He was their best player. Yeah. That guy was really fun to watch. I can't believe they lost South Carolina in that opener. Yeah, let's not forget that. They're apparently terrible in openers. That's true. Um moving on, uh McIlwain at nine, gotta think that's because of the loss of a quarterback. If he had his quarterback coming back, he'd be easily higher than that, I'd think.
1: Who wins the? I guess Tennessee. I think be, I do think Tennessee wins the East, but I think they do it. Yeah, 10 by defense.
0: default, they they luck into it. I could also see uh, Smart just having a one of those storybook first seasons and winning it. <laughs> no, I could see it.
1: Georgia's got Georgia. Gets um, in Florida up.
0: at nine. That's a tough one. If it was nine point five, I'd feel good about the. God,
1: I, push. Yeah, I, that's a push. I agree. I'm, I don't touch that. I think it's a push.
0: A and M at eight is interesting. Under. I would say under definitely, but he can also like coach his ass off. They play
1: UCLA a. week one. That's a non-con loss. Probably true. Except Jim Moore will screw up and lose.
0: This is where team. we're getting we're getting fun down here at the bottom. Malzahn seven point five at Auburn. Uh,
1: they have someone winning more games than Gus. Yeah. I guess I guess cause, I guess Clemson's an automatic loss for Auburn to start the season. Yeah. Versus, I think they're also LA. you can make an argument. I think they're and, also
0: they're an online book. I think they're trying to get some play on some of these.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, um, I would go over on 7.5, though.
1: Who is their – It's uh, either rot- 7 or 8, I think. I think they
0: get Kentucky
1: as their rotation opponent. Yeah.
0: Because they yeah. – Well, they, well, they have, another, they have yeah.
1: another Juco guy that can run. I don't think they have any quarterbacks. Um, Jeez.
0: They always have running backs, though. Seven and a half. Yeah. It's either 7 or 8, I think.
1: Under. They, they, they win call? 7. Right, I, think, also, like, I also I gets
0: fired at seven and five. Some interim
1: some interim coaches the probably true the or music coach. city or whatever just uh, they to.
0: have Dan Mullen and the Bulldogs at seven point five as well. Uh, yeah, probably mm-hmm. an under under probably an under. I think they
1: go six and six, seven and five.
0: Probably true.
1: It feels um, like Shreveport for them. Arkansas
0: Shreveport. all the way down at seven. I'll go mm-hmm. over. Well, who's their non-con? Well, actually they lost to Tulsa, non-con. so is that a real question?
1: Yeah, but no, I just want to know who it is. You pull right. it up. I'm pulling
0: it up right now. Uh, they got LaTeX, oh, at TCU, they're screwed. Loss. They're screwed. Loss. Um, they beat LaTeX, they beat Alcorn State, they beat Texas State, so that's... So they'll go three and one in the non-con.
1: They got to go win. Uh, they got to play Florida.
0: Five. Florida, Missouri. So that's kind of an even split there.
1: Um, I think Missouri's is going to be bad. Two one. But uh, Florida I they think... play Florida they play Florida the swamp or in Fayetteville.
0: Uh, in Fayetteville, it looks to me like the sw- I think they can win that game. The swing game is A and M. I would say.
1: Yes, they. They're going to lose. They've to, blown that game in the fourth quarter two years in a row. Well,
0: also at LSU in Fayetteville and Ole Miss in Fayetteville. Like they got some, uh, they have some opportunities to beat higher ranked teams for sure. I'm gonna Arkansas. I mean Alabama's in Fayetteville. What, what, what is it
1: again? Seven.
0: Yeah, seven. Uh, yeah, seven for Arkansas. I'd say probably over.
1: They're going to lose TCU. Got push. Yeah. Push.
0: but at the same time okay so when, when do they play LSU
1: towards the, wait, hang on. when do they play LSU
0: at the end of the season November 12th
1: Oh, uh, uh give me over then they'll beat LSU I would agree so LSU is gonna have lost twice by them and be in total checkout mode because they won't have a passing game and fournette's gonna be like yo I'm getting paid because if, so if, if they if they
0: lost to am and TCU and and beat Auburn. I have them four and four going into Florida. And then it goes Florida, LSU, State, Missouri. They could win all of those games. So but they would have to win all four of those to go eight and four. So either they either they they beat A and M to get to eight and four or they beat, they'll they beat them beat L S U or Florida to get to eight. A
1: and M is gonna train wreck. All okay, right, so that, if they beat that's if A block. If they
0: that, beat A&M, that puts them at 5-3, and three, and then I think they can get to 8 by winning 3 out of 4 from Florida LSU State-Missouri. Th- so I, I think that's we, over. I think, I think that's they get
1: over. to 8 yeah. because Bielmo's a secure coach. That's I, I think
0: that they'd lose one of those games, but probably not two of the last four, Florida LSU State-Missouri. I Missouri. agree. Like,
1: they probably, lose one,
0: but probably not two. And, I mean, so, maybe it's LSU. So maybe LSU gets Gus,
1: together this year. So, the three most likely dudes to get fired, well, in the West. I'm not going to – we we don't – oh, okay, well, let's look at it. Is it. Do you have any more over-unders? No, that's all of them. Okay, we'll finish on this. So, uh, so, from the hot seat, most likely get fired standpoint. Coaches that are on the hot seat, let's say we have uh, Stoops at Kentucky has to get to a bowl or he's out, right? Yeah. Uh, Mason, what does Derek Mason have to do at Vandy to keep his job? If he depth? got
0: to a bowl, he'd be fine.
1: Can he get to a bowl? I
0: don't know. Let's pull up Vandy's schedule.
1: Who is their, uh, who's their West rotation opponent?
0: Um, the rotation, I think it might be Bama. Maybe not, The Hold on. Looking. <laughs> looking right now. Uh... They haven't played in a while.
1: That would sounds right.
0: It's, it's Auburn. It's Auburn.
1: Okay, Auburn wins that game. It's ugly. But was, is it in
0: Nashville or
1: is it in – It's in uh, Auburn. Okay, they will – yeah.
0: But see, they open – okay, they open with – Is it uh, early or late in the season? It's late in the season. November Ooh,
1: 15. hang on now. Hang I don't, on. they can win that. Auburn-Chernobyl, and Vandy can win that.
0: Well, you know they got Ole Miss November 19th. Yeah. I mean, Vandy's going to – they're going to get better as season goes on, probably, the way Mason coaches. But they have a shot – in the opener against Muschamp in Nashville, they have a shot. Yeah, and then they have Middle Tennessee, Georgia Tech. I Western think they Kentucky. win
1: that game. I think Carolina's a train wreck person. So
0: if they win that game and then win two of Middle Tennessee, Georgia Tech, Western Kentucky, they're at three and one. Florida three and two at Kentucky four and two at Georgia four and three Tennessee State five and three. At Auburn. If Auburn's a train wreck, they could get bowl eligible November They could 5th. beat
1: Kentucky as well. Dude, they're That's going, they're going cool to a
0: bowl, stuff. man. They get at Auburn, at Missouri. They're going to a bowl.
1: I think Mason's actually a pretty good coach. I think he just needed a couple of years. He, part of it, he just needs to figure out how to be a head coach. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, and also he was coming in to a roster that was to not his, optimized uh, for his system at all. And, at and the Franklin NFL and gutted it.
1: And the reviews that Frank, that Franklin, that the NFL evaluators gave Franklin for his handling of Christian Hackenberg makes you realize that he's just kind of a jerk anyway.
0: System. but no, I well, think I think Vandy to a bowl is a bowl prediction we should make for this season. Looking at the schedule, I think
1: they got a shot. Um,
0: if they, I mean, they could start four and zero if Georgia Tech is bad.
1: We will. That's I'm gonna play Georgia Tech. Interesting.
0: Yeah, go to South Carolina, Middle Tennessee, at Georgia Tech, at Western Kentucky.
1: At Western Kentucky, they could also lose. Yeah, you're games.
0: right. They could lose at Western Kentucky. I forgot. They, they I'm going to
1: be optimistic here for Vandy. I think they go. I think so. They go, yeah. So they I think you know, they go to a bowl. They're fine. So who else uh, is on the hot seat? Is there the anybody East? else in the East on the hot seat? Uh, smart first year. Mustachat first year. Mackal coming off a division McElwayne's title. Good.
0: Um, Barry I mean, Odom first year. Did you say Butch? Butch is on the hot seat. Um. Ooh. Butch is I, definitely on the hot seat if he chokes like last ooh, year. Let's again. talk. Let's talk about Butch.
1: What does he have to go? Ten and two. So okay, Butch goes nine and three. They're not. If he goes nine
0: him. and three, they're not firing him. But every every Tennessee. Then he's fan, on.
1: Then he's on. Well, but he loses Dobbs after that.
0: Right, and also they he, they might stop defending him so vehemently in the rape thing. I also think if he goes nine and three well, again. Well, if he goes
1: nine and three and he and he changes quarterbacks, then he you got to give him a year to break in the next guy. True,
0: but I just think Tennessee fans are gonna stop believing. Who the hell
1: is Tennessee gonna go want to go higher anyway when they have a horrible reputation at this Petrina? point? They can, they can't hire anybody Bobby, right now. Bobby no. They're kind of stuck with him, to be honest. Petrino. I don't think Bobby Petrino would stay at Louisville. He's got sleazeball She's AD on, on board with him. Oh, so.
0: no. Tennessee is, like, so much bigger of an athletic program than Louisville. But
1: they're, Nailing I'll,
0: seats 102,000 people.
1: Yeah, that is not an attractive program. And they've lost to Florida how many years in a row?
0: A lot. Since before we were born, I think. Yep. Um, okay, let's see. Let's get. You're going to do some West Hot seats?
1: Yeah, let's go through the West Hot Seats to wrap obviously this up. Obviously
0: someone someone needs to go nine and three, I'd say.
1: Someone Malzon so Saban's someone needs to Saban. beat Texas. Um Malzon's on the hot seat. Miles is on the hot seat. I don't know
0: B-Lam how is, is not, not on the hot is seat.
1: Is LSU getting ranked so high by these media people to protect Miles? Maybe they like less. Maybe. I think that's a factor.
0: It probably is. They're all friends with them, I'm sure.
1: Everybody, because less is good with me. Everybody See, likes it. The,
0: Les. the Les problem is, is, the problem is, it doesn't matter how high they rank him. The higher they rank LSU, if he underperforms, it's going to make the LSU fans matter. They're
1: they're, they're killing the offseason. instead of like oh he's fifteen, he's got all this NFL talent, but no quarterback. Versus he's a top five national title contender. Right, you and think I think when they end up in the because finish he finished
0: fifteenth, they're going
1: to be he because he has a top eight. Roster, regardless. So if you rank him under that, it's then why are they not going to perform up to their roster capability? Now it's like, oh, they're going to put it together. We like less. Blah blah blah. No, uh,
0: yeah, I, he's on him and Sumlin are on the hottest seas Malzahn, followed so- by Malzahn and Mullen and Belama.
1: Is what? What about? Let's talk about Mullen. Let's say state train. Mullen right.
0: gets. I think Mullen five, can lose two more egg bowls. I think if he loses the next egg bowl, he's told. Two
1: egg, I like the. I I think, I think if he, think he loses. Six, egg
0: I think if he loses this egg bowl, he's told you have one more year. They're just so coming back five, to Starkville. You have to win in Starkville.
1: So he goes five and seven and loses the egg bowl. He's given the unique. I think the, he
0: goes six and six and loses the egg bowl. Like their schedule isn't hard. Oh, I'm, say, well, I'm
1: saying, like hypothetically, a bad year for would be five and five seven. Five and
0: seven losing the Egg Bowl gets really dicey then because he has he's hung his hat on this whole consecutive bowl appearances thing. If yeah. they don't even make a bowl and they lose the Egg Bowl, that could speed up the but process. He's on the hot way. seat going. To but know. I expect them to be in the Liberty Bowl after an Egg Bowl loss, and say fans are pissed. Maybe they win the Liberty Bowl big again. But I think he's told in no uncertain terms. Egg bowls in Starkville. You're after next. If you don't win it, that's it.
1: Yeah, he loses the egg ball at home, and he. Can if get he right.
0: goes, if he loses five egg balls in a row, he's gone. They're not keeping him.
1: How many has he lost? He's lost two he's in, lost a row three. in a row.
0: He's lost three in a row.
1: Is that right? Oh. He... No. No, he's lost. No, two. you're
0: right. He's lost two in a row. You're right. So four in a row. Two.
1: So this year's three. If he he's loses four.
0: five total, that's what it would. Be. Five out of six. If he loses five out of six, he's gone.
1: That's right. Uh, so, 'Cause then, then he's one and five against Freeze. Yeah, right or, now he's
0: one and he's one and three right now. Right? And, and he's and he's
1: lost to Freeze yeah, one and three, twice yeah. with the the quote unquote better team. With the higher ranked team. I don't know if they were the better team, but they were the uh, higher ranked team.
0: Yeah, the first year and then the third year. Yeah, the
1: third year. There were four in the country. And then but blew. then the
0: second year they beat a higher ranked on this team. But still, I mean, they they still good yeah, about the, the bow Fumble they, and stuff. But they, they don't air. talk about that game as much anymore.
1: Yeah, it was a seven and four versus a five and a six. That's
0: and Laramie Tunsel got hurt in the middle of the game, and a bunch yeah. of other shit happened. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No, that's right. So um, yeah, I think I think Bullen, Dan Dan Bullen Bullen is. is once let's again. say
1: train wreck happens and State goes – I mean, they could lose to BYU too. Not. I mean, let's say they go four yeah. and they – I think Mullen comes back in any scenario unless he bolts for another job.
0: Well, yeah, I think Mullen's going to be trying his hardest to get out just like he has every year in the offseason. But if he's not able to, to find his own parachute, I think he'll be kicked out of the plane regardless if he goes five or one and five versus Freeze, but okay. as it stands right now, he's only one and three, so he's got a little
1: so, bit of time. So SEC West coaches, so Freeze and Saban are absolutely safe.
0: Yeah, they're the safest. They could literally do anything next season. Okay, I mean, worst
1: thing that can happen, to Ole Miss is let's say Chad gets hurt. God forbid I said that, but well,
0: Chad gets hurt and Sh- Shays your starter.
1: That's the point. They, let's say Ole Miss goes seven and five. Uh
0: huh.
1: Let's say FSU defensive end comes off the edge, beats freshman Grad Little, hits Ch- hits Chad Low. Blows his knee out. I know that suck. Tragic. Chad That's takes tragic. medical rest. back into the year. Everybody, well, except it doesn't with Shea. Oh Shay, yeah. You're right. Yeah. But that this is, is anyway. Let's,
0: let's, let's. That would kind of be a disaster. We go on.
1: That would be a yes, hideous disaster. I would just quit watching college football the rest of the year. Um, look, that ha- that could happen. You have freshman left tackle, blah blah blah, and God knows who's playing right tackle. I want to believe well, my leaders. I don't really believe my legacy. Yeah, Conyers, Conyers is a solid at right tackle. Anyway,
0: or so, or Rollins, go on. So the so
1: Ole Miss rolls a six and six or seven and five with Shea, and then Freeze is fine. He's got he's got Shea to
0: develop. Right, exactly. He, That's it becomes if Ole Miss goes seven and five, the whole narrative is becomes. Impossible. It was, it was a freshman. It was a freshman, and then you know the hype is huge for the next season. So regardless, freeze is fine.
1: It's impossible to put freeze on the hot. We seat don't even so have
0: to talk about Saban. We all know why. sabin
1: don't talk about B. B. I was going to put Belama. Is Mullen? We just went through. He Mullen can't. Yeah,
0: I'll put Belama next safest. Seat. I'll put Belama next safest, and then Mullen.
1: Where does what? what so – How do we evaluate Arkansas? They go three and nine, zero and eight. His first year. They go seven and six his second year. They beat Ole Miss and L S U in shutouts that year. They went seven
0: and six again last year, didn't
1: they? They uh no, they went eight and five. Then they they won their they won the Music City Bowl. They still I mean, lost the I mean, the Liberty Bowl. 'Cause they hit cause, 'cause I remember watching the Liberty Bowl and they hit a uh, they threw a pass to Henry. Hunter Henry caught a random pass in the third quarter and the announcer goes, That's who they went to on fourth and twenty five. It was like the dumbest that's
0: part. not ever. that's not who they went to. Yeah. He, he that's so stupid
1: it was literally the stupidest call i've ever heard i've heard a lot of stupid ones yeah. um so our key so let's you know you brought you mentioned their schedule so they're probably they're probably let's say they win eight we we said we were our positive scenario for them is they get to eight but i yeah. can't see them going higher because they got to replace running backs because out collins went pro right yeah where did he end up did he even get they,
0: they, they both went in like the fourth i think I think.
1: I didn't realize Alex Collins got drafted. I hmm. think.
0: I think he did. I thought they both got drafted.
1: Fifth round Seahawks. Ooh, he'll be good there. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It's hard to evaluate. Even last season... And they, and they lose
1: Henry and they have to. They go to the other... They uh, lost Brandon uh, Allen. Bill's fifth round for Jonathan Okay, so we only had two guys go in the fifth round, which is good, especially mm-hmm. for running back. Um... Yeah, because I guess they were the Fon Cooper of of uh, running backs from a ability standpoint. I buy that. Uh, what was I going to say? Okay, so Bielema wins eight games. They, they got new quarterback. Uh, not, the not as good Allen brother. Henry's gone. You know, they have a couple decent receivers. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure Bielma has some kind of running back. But where do we? So I don't think they can get above eight though because they play in the West. And and they go have to go to TCU, which is effectively a West Thrust, game. Yeah. Where so B so so B-Limon wins eight games. If you're an Arkansas fan, how do you evaluate this? I guess if you went eight with out with Austin Allen, you say he's gonna come back another year, you probably have some other running back you're developing, you're gonna have new faces. Yeah, you you feel good about Belam moving it forward and then seventeen's your year to really make a run for the West. Because that's the thing, Bealum has been there three years. They're generally happy with him, but it's not like year four is going to be. Oh, he's making a run for the West. That's not happening this year. Right. It's year five at a minimum. And you're and gun to our head is Austin Allen. Are they really going to be in the spot to make a legit run at the West next year? Probably not. They're probably you know maybe they build to a nine or ten win season, but. Anyway, so let's yeah. so so that's the positive for Beal. He gets to a point where next year is the year they really make the run of the West. Okay, what's the uh, the neutrals probably seven wins? That's What Vegas has said it, I think they're about right. Let's say they go six and six. They they struggle with a new quarterback. I mean, Austin Allen didn't really look any better than Ryan Buchanan in that game in the rain two years ago that we saw. Is basically the same player out there. Let's say they are six and six. Or hell, they're even a five and seven football team. Let's say Florida beats them by a touchdown. Ole Miss beats them. LSU beats them. I'd say Ole Miss, LSU, Florida are all probably better rosters overall than Arkansas.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, TCU is a better roster than Arkansas. They play Auburn in Jordan Air. What point of the year do they play? I mean, if they get Auburn, or I mean, maybe they lose a close game to Auburn because that was a close game last year. I mean, they could go five and seven. I don't think that's impossible to say. So. If let's say Arkansas does go five and seven, how do we, if you're an Archie fan, how do you evaluate, how do you evaluate b at that point?
0: Like I was saying, I don't even know, like if I was an Archie fan, I don't even know how I would evaluate last season where you go eight and five. It's a step up in the win column. But like I said, you lost to Tulsa and you, you got blown out by Texas Tech. You blew
1: two games early, but you fit. You, I really you think
0: right. Arkansas fans are happy as long as they get like an Ole Miss win every year. Like they just want to gloat about beating someone they shouldn't have beaten. Yeah, because uh, really you
1: do. you do look like last year was kind of a blown. People were people were pretty high on them last year, and people they were
0: pissed until they beat LSU and Ole Miss, and then they were like, "Ha ha!" Right. They just made fun of LSU and Ole Miss fans. They just forgot yeah. all about their own. Because last
1: year they beat UTEP, they lost to Toledo. L- I keep saying Tulsa, <laughs>
0: yeah, Toledo, not Tulsa, Toledo. And they, they, lo- lost to they lost and they lost to
1: Texas Tech. They lost to uh, which Tech wasn't very good.
0: I mean, they were just a Big Twelve air raid offense, and they
1: blew the A and M game. I mean, they flat out blew that A and M game. I mean, they honestly got—they should have won every one of those games. Uh, They beat Tennessee. They lost to Bama. That's fine.
0: By one point.
1: They lost to State by a point. Yep. So um, hell, they could have gone eleven. They kind of, in a way, should have gone eleven to one. Could have. So yeah, maybe I mean they, maybe should not have uh, won. they should not have
0: won the Ole Miss game, though, if no. we're being completely but fair. But so, I mean maybe that's how you judge Bielema, is just he he's this close, you just you say, well, as long as he keeps getting that, that close, that you gotta hope. An
1: 11 and one. That was a nine and three team last year. They should have beat Toledo. It was,
0: senior heavy, it was a senior heavy nine and three team is what but it should have been.
1: What what should have happened is they should
0: overlooked Toledo. They overlooked state probably.
1: They should have beat Toledo and Texas Tech. I'll, I'll say State should have beat them because State was pretty good. That's State fine. State scored a ton of that's points. Game.
0: State's Ole Miss,
1: Ole Miss should have beat them, but they should have beaten uh, A&M. So that's what probably should have happened last year based on how everybody was. But they, they only beat, they beat Arkansas four overtime. So between Auburn and State, they split those games. That's probably fair. They were nine 9-3 team last year. They went 7-5. and But they finished well, so everybody feels um, you know, pretty good about it. I don't know. I mean, it's
0: a weird fan base. We can't put ourselves in the mind of an Arkansas fan in any way. I mean, who who knows how they evaluate anyone? Like I said, I think Arkansas fans enjoy being able to talk shit to fan bases like Ole Miss and LSU, and that makes them happy, so...
1: The A&M game is so big for them because if they're going to go 2 oh, yeah. And also,
0: yeah, they would love to get a
1: win. They get to 4-1 hosting Bama.
0: Well, plus I think Arkansas fans would love to get a win over a Texas team because they're so isolated. They don't encounter that many other fan bases.
1: Yeah. They it's, a, even, it's a weird thing, man. If TCU loses, Boykin, they could hypothetically lose that game,
0: dude. If Arkansas beats TCU, watch out. The hype machine's going to be ridiculous.
1: Oh, they could, they could, they could be five and zero oh playing Bama. Then the, Bama hype, the, can... the hype
0: machine's going to be ridiculous. Then, but I, could they, John? No, Brandon Allen. No, uh, we don't no, know if TCU is no going to beat any.
1: Good. We think they are, but yeah,
0: but like, we don't know anything about Arkansas.
1: They're pretty well coached. But TCU's pretty well coached. Well oh, coached,
0: yeah, T- exactly. That's the They're both pretty hallmark yeah, I mean, of those TCU. Are two, those
1: are two probably the ten best actual coaches in college football.
0: Yeah, probably so. Um, Brett
1: isn't right. a better actual coach than Urban Meyer. I genuinely believe that.
0: I, I think Brett Bealem was a good coach, but Urban Meyer has a lot more on the resume. Uh,
1: Okay, how many players did Urban Meyer get drafted and they didn't even win the damn division last year?
0: Yeah, but like coaching is so much more than just coaching. You know what I'm saying? It's recruiting too. In
1: college football it's more than that. I'm I'm saying I'm saying you're I, saying here, straight here, up coach. Fine, here, but I also I, don't
0: know if there's enough evidence to support here, that. Here's what
1: I'm trying to say. I what think Bealum done. I, think, his I think NFL people evaluate Bealum from an X and O standpoint at a higher level than evaluate than they evaluate Urban Meyer.
0: I really believe that. Maybe
1: was damn um, good at Wisconsin. They were damn good there. Yeah, no, that's I'll true. Tell you, Ole Miss getting Arkansas the week after they play Bama, especially if they're if if they if they a one loss or even undefeated playing Bama, they're going to be all jacked up. And then regardless of if they win or lose, they're going to be so, so high, either high or depressed and beat up after the Bama game. Ole Miss gets to roll in there. And Ole Miss comes off the bye to Fayetteville. And they're
0: – Pissed after the last it's two seasons.
1: Last year's, I mean, I feel confident with Ole Miss walking into Fayetteville.
0: Especially the week after a bye. It yes. It's more about the fact that Arkansas is coming off Bama for me. That's the biggest benefit to Ole Miss by far.
1: The, the quote-unquote trap game for Ole Miss is LSU, which I don't know how you call that a trap game. Right, right, right. Because they're going to be – could you even could you argue that Georgia is a trap game?
0: Kind of, but so many people are hyping up those first three. Georgia go
1: Georgia plays Carolina and Missouri. I mean, if they lose, if Georgia were to lose one of those games, maybe you, and you beat Alabama and Florida State, do you write them off and they come in? I just I don't I don't think so. So.
0: I mean, after the Florida game last year, I think if we beat FSU in Alabama, there might be a little different attitude around the locker room. Anyway, like uh, a little more humility, maybe. I completely agree. Let's hope
1: it's, Alabama's left tackle is the one with off the field problems this year, not ours. So so
0: far, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, yo, know, you're absolutely right. I mean, we haven't even. I mean, we we hadn't made to this
0: point at this point last season. Laramie Tuntle was one of the the. Model student athletes of all time
1: yeah he, he was his rehab was going well at this point
0: yeah, but he but as far as student athletes go, the coaches would tell you he he just comes to practice, goes home, smokes a gas mask bomb with his girlfriend, goes to bed, you know he's a, he's a, he's, he's a do pleasure. we
1: do we think that this is Probably isn't worth even going down this route. But the fact that Tunzel missed the first seven games, do we think that helped his rehab off injury? Because he came back maybe, and was the yeah. guy. Would he have been that good immediately in September? I mean, no, no. we'll never know. I doubt it was anything, but it's probably worth at least it's worth
0: thinking about. So, because
1: um, he, he broke his foot on January first, so, so September first is nine. October is ten. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I can maybe. But whatever. That's bye bye. that's kind of a worthless thing to explore. But anyway,
0: it is. Um, all right, we'll stop there for now. I know we talked about uh, that Drake transfer, but like I said, we got a whole season of him sitting out to uh, discuss the implications of a seven footer on the roster. But it um, should be worth noting that he and Giello talked, and Tomas gave him a glowing review of Old Mrs. Coaches and um, the experience in general. So that's, that's pretty good, John. If you can turn. A one year Polish transfer, he was decent. If you could turn that into three years of eligibility from a seven footer that went to Drake, I mean that's a pretty good return on your whatever we invested on Jella.
1: It appears in the early prognosis for and the we, pavilion, not, yeah. and we will not see this translate to on the field this year. On the court. I mean on the court, I mean. Sure is that AK is able to go at and recruit
0: better with the fire level.
1: Recruit we'll won. see.
0: And he has two more years for us to, get, to, to figure this, out. Because this
1: upcoming team will not have that. We will not see that. Probably Next year's not. team, is does DeAndre Burnett come DeAndre in? DeAndre Burnett, Burnett make, Cullen Neal. Cullen Neal. Saez will be back healthy. Saez are really good last year. Yeah, I think well, and Mark Canvas. Mark
0: Canvas will be good. I mean, they'll have some uh, pieces next year.
1: Terrence Davis, getting him to be an every, uh, everyday contributor is yeah, important.
0: Rasheed so, Brooks, can he step up in the offseason, become more consistent? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously question marks. So we have plenty of time before basketball season to talk I about I think,
1: it. Uh, not, so I guess next year, 16, this upcoming year, 16, so I think 17, 18 team, the first year of the. Uh,
0: it be interesting, yeah.
1: Seven voters eligible back because Burnett will be year two because Burnett has two years of eligibility. Is that right? Yeah. He only,
0: he only played as a freshman at Miami, so he might have, he three. Might have three, yeah. I'll this.
1: He'll be in year two. You bring in – you have to replace Saez, but I think you have his replacement. I mean – yeah. uh, and then you have – And
0: then you have Marcanvis Hyman as, as a junior.
1: Have all these uh, –
0: Terrence Davis. Simon, yeah. top all the signees, Yeah.
1: They might, they might get another top 150 kid.
0: Patrick Dorsey is your point guard at that time, at that point.
1: He's so bad in basketball. That just a little bit of effort, they can get the top five and they can get top four in the league, which yeah. they have a facility to do that now. I mean, they may come in and be not – because basically you have Kentucky, and then from there, I mean, Florida has traditionally been the next school, but they're kind of still figuring out with Mike why. I mean, Ole Miss could – I'd say – I mean, Kentucky's higher level – um, what should we call it? Florida's at a higher level. Mizzou, hypothetically, should be, but they're not. Uh, Van- they're probably they can get to the Vandy level. Who did Vandy hire? Is the, oh, they hired Bryce yeah, Tree.
0: they hired Brestry.
1: They can get to the Vandy level, I think. Yeah, Carolina's kind of there. Frank Martin. They have a facility. They have Frank, but you know, even though they still didn't make the tournament, so
0: yeah. Um, all right, so we'll cut it there for now. Um, as I talked about, obviously. Ole Miss expecting to be able to release its uh, notice of allegations response. I I would guess Friday, but we'll see. Um, We'll see how they try to play it with the news cycle all that stuff. Uh, Give me
1: something to read on my flight Saturday.
0: I think uh, think the 22nd falls this weekend, so it'll either be Friday or Monday, I would believe. Um, So watch for that. Obviously, Ole Miss travels to Texas A&M this weekend. Huge series there to wrap up uh, the SEC schedule. Um, other than that you know, We'll be watching We'll talk again next week I think uh, yeah, We'll have one more week Of SEC Baseball Tournament And then after that's over We'll have selection And we'll figure out you know, What the bracket looks like We'll get into all of that um, But for now uh, Follow Land Sharks After Dark On Twitter At Sharks AFTR um, I think John would like you To follow Booby Dixon On Instagram um, Highly recommend it. Highly recommend John says um, Subscribe to the show On iTunes We'd really appreciate that Check out our website Landsarksafterdark.com. but other than that for John I'm Justin thanks for listening guys and uh, we'll talk to you again next week